You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Save big money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Program is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. And this week I remain your host and GM, It's Brendan never ending! Oh! <laughs> I, I'm loving it. It's <laughs> and forgetting my vocabulary and other And so, stuff. I am... However stable you think a regime is, sometimes it's just going to fall down under the weight of its own internal contradictions. Like, Brendan is very much the Soviet Union in this <laughs> of GMing. So, so I'm curious what I am. Better at making fridges. <laughs> And as you've already heard, I am joined this week by... Alex Newell. James Ross. Ben Meredith. And they are playing... Uh, Tielvar Storsnassen. Sir Bertrand McGuffigan. Edward Keystone. And Dave we... Plantagenet. Ooh! I'm helping! <laughs> <laughs> and last week we left them as they were wandering through the snowy forests high up in the Alps, suffering from the cold, and a recent case of being jumped on by a snow leopard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a dangerous medical condition, I think we can all agree. How, how <laughs> um, contagious is it? Do I have to keep him away from large population centres? <laughs> no, but you are in danger of catching it yourself very rapidly. Oh. At the moment, it's just a skin disease, but <laughs> it, it might get worse. Um, uh, 
No, as I recall, it completely failed to do any damage to you whatsoever. Yeah. It did. So, we will uh, rejoin our heroes in the middle of the initiative order. Yeah. And I believe it is Chelvar's action. Lovely. I will calmly turn to the side, draw my bow, and bury an arrow into its neck. So, you normally take a minus four penalty for firing into melee. But I have the precise shot feat. Which uh, ignores that penalty. Really wise. It's one of the most important feats for an archer. I've got the first two on the tree, which is point blank shot as well. So, I'm going to get plus one to hit and damage because it's within 30 feet as well. You will indeed. Right. So, that's one of those. That's a terrible roll. It is a roll of 10. The arrow whistles past both the leopard and Bertie and buries itself in a tree a few feet behind them both with a classic twang. I will uh, swear, quickly pull another arrow and then just take a five foot step back to give myself a bit of breathing room. Sure. And next we have Bertie. Okay, so describe Bertie's situation vis-a-vis the leopard. So Bertie is lying on a comfortable bed of snow um, with a rather large and angry snow leopard literally standing on his chest and its jaws are snapping over his face while he fights to keep his nose out of its teeth. Okay, but I still have my sword and shield in my hands. Yes, because you you drew them uh, before you were... Okay, so what I would like to do in terms of the narrative is just shove my sword into the side of the leopard. That would be a standard attack roll. Okay, I don't suffer any penalties for being on my back if he's right on top of me. No, not in this particular situation. If you were trying to, it's not grappling you. Like it's not trying to restrain you. It's just upon you, which is a slightly different. I am just doing the thing that would be most logical and fun to do in the narrative. I have no knowledge of the mechanics. Okay, so I'm doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, right, there we are. Plus, plus twelve plus whatever my what's my base tempo? Eight twenty. Uh, you hit it. Now we are. Rolls me some damage. Oh yes, uh, twenty uh, one. Oh plus uh, four five. Unfortunately, because you're prone on your back, you don't yeah. have the best leverage, yeah. and so rather than managing to stab your sword deep into its body, you merely score it down the side. But it does give a. And roll off you, leaving droplets of blood across the, across the snow. Edward. Five foot step. Wielding my morning star two-handed, even though it's one-handed, for extra damage, but taking a penalty to hit so that I'm dealing non-lethal damage. Sure. Because <laughs> I like modifiers. <laughs> Why are you taking non-lethal damage on an apex predator that's trying to kill you? Because I'm Edward Keystone, and that's I how I roll. Okay. He's a paladin of Apollo. It's literally his entire job to be a beacon of all that is true and right and just in the world. Oh, what a nuisance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a lowly 11, because I rolled a 4. Actually, no, it's even less. It'll be like 10. A little bit less than 10? 9? That is a little bit less than 10. <laughs> I'm playing that character. Yeah. Don't judge me. Unfortunately, your foot goes into a slightly deeper section of snow, throwing oh. off your balance, oh. and your your uh, mighty swing also connects merely with snow rather than with snow leopard. So with my incredibly impressive weapon that has a faint chime as I swing it through the yes. air, mm, nothing. The reflections of it dazzle across the snow. Well, then, you know, it's not a complete loss. <laughs> the snow leopard leaps backwards and scrabbles up a tree. Not very successfully. (laughs) Does it scrabble at a tree? (laughs) 
No, like, it's Q U E E E N. It's thirty-six points. <laughs> <laughs> it gets into the tree, but it doesn't get very high, and importantly, it doesn't get out of sight. <laughs> Good job, guys. Well done, Chelva. Right, let's make up for earlier, shall we? Draw and. Uh, Shoot. Yes, that one. Word. What happens after you draw a bow? Yep. It's still within 30 still foot. Still within 30 foot. Brilliant. Uh, that's much better. Is that within its... No, it has no crit range. Cool. So that is uh, 24. Roll some damage. Brilliant. So that's 1d8 plus 3, because I have a plus 2 composite bow, which means that that happens. Oh, for goodness sake. 4 damage. Delicious minimum damage. You're fine. It's that, running away. Does that surprise it enough to make it fall off? It does not, no. Okay. Um, again, there's a... As the arrow connects with one of its legs, causing a few drops of blood to fall onto the nice white snow beneath, but it doesn't actually seem to have inconvenienced it terribly much in the grand scheme of things. And I will draw a, no- uh, a knock an arrow. Sure. You uh, could just run away. Bertie. It's well out of my... I can't charge up the tree, can I? Would it be you can't. Me? You can charge to the base of the tree and swing at it. It's only eight foot up, which you are six foot tall and can reach that yeah, far with your weapon. That long. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to do that. So no need to boast about the size of your sword at this point. <laughs> I've unsheathed it. Everyone's impressed. Um, so you get plus two to attack because you're charging. Yeah. But you will take a minus two to your AC until your next action. There's 19 and plus two because I'm yep. charging 21. That is a hit. Woo! Slashing away at the legs. Uh, four plus that's eight. This time, rather than the hiss of pain, it gives an actual yelp as your sword bites deep into its side, causing a spray of blood, and it suddenly starts to look less angry. Look, leave it alone. It's fine. We can just leave. Come on down, you pedigree chump. Not a canine. I can actually reply in character for that one. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> wow, what a burn. <laughs> <laughs> Edward. I sheath my morning star. I take ten foot staff and we go, we can just leave it. It's fine. Actually, Eddie, we've probably killed it already. We might as well put out its misery instead of allowing it to die in a ditch later. Wait, yes, what? it will be the more humane thing to cut its face off. Permission to take a standard action. Yep. Can I permission to have stayed within thirty feet? I was just trying to back off sort of. You are flavorfully. just about within thirty feet. I was Very doing barely. It you moved the token, Alex. <laughs> It's so, like chess. If you take your hand off the piece, you commit it. If, you, if you lean forward, your hands might be within 30 feet. Using the um, word of healing feat, I'm going to lay on hands the uh, snow leopard because I think it's going to die and what I don't think it deserves God. to. That is, that is not impressive, is it? Is. <laughs> I think they've only got limited uses of those a day. Oh, well. yeah. Uh, By the grace of Apollo and the Pantheon, get better! <laughs> Well, with a catechism like that. <laughs> Healing it for... 11. <laughs> Amazing. And also, a bunch of other stuff happens that mechanically don't play out, so I'll just say, and I'm encased in, basically, a glowing light that shimmers across my whole body, briefly making me look even more dazzling and amazing. I mean, that's really hot, but a massive <laughs> nuisance. <laughs> and, then, and then it passes. The leopard... Do you reckon it's all right? I mean, looks confused <laughs> as its wounds literally close up and jumps off higher into the trees. Successfully. You can no longer see it. Well, all's well that ends well. 
Can we track it? You I can make a perception back. check if you like. I'm going to be gazing into the trees. Oh, you've scared it off. It's fine. 10, 25. You can still see it. Is 25 it, is sufficient. Is it leaving? It is not. You realise, Edward, that it's just going to keep coming. I can see it, and it's not leaving us alone. Oh, All no, we're going to have to do is hurt it more. Well, no, we won't, because we can just leave this bit and it'll stay here. Have you spent much time in nature, Edward? Um, kind of holding my, like, aiming at it. <laughs> it, if it makes I was just really cursorily sort of over the shoulder whilst maintaining No, I'm, I'm staring at oh, the yeah. Mr. Stolperson, Mr. Stolperson, is it up this specific tree? Is it up that specific yes. tree? It is up that specific How tree. How thick is that tree? It's pretty thick. I mean, like, could... you know, it's quite high and it needs to, the, even the higher branches need to support the weight of a leopard. We could just go. It's fine, no, honestly. It's tracking us still. It will jump on us like it did Bertie and it might, you know, rip one of our jugulars open. It Mr. Thornison, Mr. Thornison, cover me. Bertie power attacks the base of the tree and will continue <laughs> to do so until the tree falls over. It's going to take a while. Your sword is not happy about it, but no. it is magic. Yep. So it's not actually going to get dented or yep. ruined oh, by this. The snow leopard disappears deeper into the trees after a little while. Away? In an away direction, okay. yes. Out of the specific tree. Yes. I'll tell you what's left. Yeah. Well, good job, Bertie. Well done. Right. May have scared it off. Edward. Yeah. Do you eat meat? Well, yeah, but that's not quite the same, is it? <laughs> right, I will uh, turn around. Uh, please keep an eye. I need to count these steps and continue oh, to count yep. the distance. No um, picking up where I left off. You walk, walk another few hundred yards. Cool. Everyone give me perception checks. Uh, oh, that's Eight. Twelve. Not going to save you all now. Uh, only sixteen. Only. Don't put yourself down. That's sixteen times what James normally rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Edward. Fifteen snow leopards. A pounce. snow leopard pounces from you on the trees above. Okay. You are flat-footed. <laughs> Good. I, Bertie's not putting his weapons away at any stage. Oh, he okay. said he specifically said. Oh him! Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Job done. There. Good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not evil. Therefore, it's good. What is your ace, flat-footed AC? My flat-footed AC is pretty good. Sixteen. Oh dear! Oh no! Uh, one claw hits you, and the bite attack does not force a critical. Hooray! <laughs> All's well that ends well. Uh, again, you'll be driven to the ground. That's fine. And you will be taking nine damage. Oh. It's similar. To Everyone, roll for initiative. Right. Twelve. Um, Eighteen. Twelve. I'm going to let. I think uh, raw decks or something. Edward go first this time because he's currently under the leopard. He's been on by a leopard. That's, that's he's definitely going to realise that yeah. quicker than Bertie. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so once again, the leopard gets to act first, and it's going to take a full attack action. So I'm rolling three d20s. That is one hit uh, with a claw. Okay. You take another five damage. Uh, Chelva, it's your action. Told you! And just... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, put an arrow in it. Yep. Roll. I can't tell if it's the same. Oh, for pity's sake. You can because it has marks on it from where the weapons hit it <laughs> well, earlier in the it day. Open earlier. Yes. Yeah. No, that one got healed up. 13. Uh, that is a miss. Yep. Getting a significant sense of deja vu right now. <laughs> it's more scared of us than we are of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, but only because I'm very brave. <laughs> um, because I, I don't want to inflict the grapple rules on everyone, I am going to 
Can I stand up, or is it still literally a pop? If you stand up, it'll just roll off you. Yeah, you can stand up. Um, I am going. It will to... trigger an attack of opportunity. Just lie there and watch. <laughs> okay. Thirty. Just passively be mauled by a leopard. <laughs> Wait, if I play dead, <laughs> mechanically, I'll stand up, take the attack of opportunity. That's a hit. You take another seven damage. <laughs> okay, we're now entering dying territory. <laughs> that was really quick. Seven, you say? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it managed to get two full attacks and an attack of opportunity at you. Seven's, um, you probably should have let it go the first. <laughs> healed it the first time. And I've oh. still got. You still got standard action. I will. Can you lay hands on yourself? Yes. Uh, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Um, I will just draw <laughs> Look my. Look forward to this. I, <laughs> I will merely draw my morning star and move, having done my five foot step. Yep, Bertie. Bertie, uh, with his sword already drawn because he's not the brightest, but he's not an idiot, charges straight <laughs> at the leopard. Sure. <laughs> oh, God. Two uh, <laughs> plus eight. Four. Plus you charge. Two more is 12. That is, I'm afraid, not enough. The leopard attacks you. Mm hmm. It misses with all of them. Your AC is 20, isn't it? Yep. yep. Still failing to open the tin of delicious, delicious human meat. <laughs> mm, I'm so tasty. I've been using tuna cologne. Mm. <laughs> oh, tactical error on your part, Bertie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, try and fixate it with an arrow. Possibly in its eye. Ooh, maybe in its That's eye. That's a hit. 20, good. Yeah, more than one. Eight damage. Good work. Edwards. Five foot step, attack with the Morning Star, wielding two handed for the extra damage, but again, I'm still going for non lethal. A20. That's a hit. Uh, dealing one and a half strength damage, so yep. eight plus five. Your Morning Star comes crashing down upon uh, its shoulder, and despite the fact you were attempting to pull the blow a little so as not to kill it it's clearly done a lot of damage and it looks unsteady on its feet Sorry. Bertie acts almost simultaneously with this uh, with this attack mm -hmm. to also attack if to that's what, what you want. choose to do yeah the uh, leopard kind of reels backward slightly Bertie then comes in with a massive rightward slash um, uh, countering the momentum of the leopard onto the sword <laughs> Three plus eight is eleven, and it whistles straight under the belly of the snow leopard that between its legs. Is a hit, really, grazing its underbelly, uh, <laughs> potentially slitting it open. We will see. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a uh, fourteen damage. You only just catch it with the merest tip of the sword. But as it's rearing back from the previous blow, you find the soft underbelly and its guts go everywhere. Oh, it grim. smells bad <laughs> and is dead. <laughs> Quick, Edward, climb inside it for warmth. Yeah. <laughs> ah, one small step for man, one giant leopard for Sir Bertrand McGuffin. <laughs> I immediately, I immediately kneel beside it, close its eyes, and sort of bow my head over it and start muttering something. It smells really bad. I, I pretend I don't notice. <laughs> yes, yes, rest away from that Apache. Now come on, uh, Bertie. Um, can Bertie take a moment to cut its head off because it would really, he would really yeah. let it, the, the head as a trophy. He's going to do that. Oh Thanks come on now, don't. Uh, well, you get blood 
on you. Yep, that's fine. You've snuffed it. It's done. Oh, are you sad, Edward? Don't worry. Mr. Leopard's here. Bertie punches his fist into the back of the, <laughs> the seven leopard's head, making the most revolting puppet. Don't be sad, Edward. I love you. Batting the head away, genuinely angrily. Don't do that. <laughs> Bertie turns. We both know who just dealt with that situation. Don't try me. And Bertie turns to the leopard puppet and goes, You know, I think it was probably Sir Bertrand McGuffin and um, just uh, slit you open. Bertie. Yeah, it is. And, uh, I just start stomping head. off in whatever direction I thought we were going. Edward, Edward, if you wander off, you're going to get lost and then you'll die in a ditch. It's fine. I just keep wandering in that direction. Is Edward you're... stupid enough for a handle animal check to try and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to attempt a diplomacy check. Edward, Edward, come back. Uh, Bertie will apologise and we'll be able to get on and. Glory, tomb, you know, history, good stuff. Justice, glory. Glory and justice, lovely. Roll the dice. I should have done that first. Ah, oh, not adhering. Oh, you, it was all right. You were much more eloquent than you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. He rolled well, and he wouldn't need to be that eloquent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 25. 25. Turns out it's very effective. <laughs> it's super effective. <laughs> I am mollified. Right. I stand at a distance and no, maybe, facing away. I'm going to just lean into Bertie. Let's not antagonise him. Okay? Oh, very well. You can leave the trophy here. We'll pick it up all the way back. Uh, we'll be able to tell because the landmark will be a dead gutted leopard. Yeah, <laughs> very well, very well. I like watching Bertie's interest in uh, Edward slowly tick down as the time <laughs> yeah, passes. Bertie quietly you know, drops the leopard's head and looks to see if Edward is looking, sees that Edward is not looking kicks the leopard's head slightly further away. <laughs> <laughs> carries, carries on marching. If he had pockets, he'd probably have his hands in off. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. <laughs> no, no pockets with armour that size. That's, that's what squires are for. Squires, they're like meaty pockets. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awful! Give him the person as well. <laughs> so, a thousand yards east. Lovely. So, after another couple of hundred yards, the m- number of trees diminishes rapidly. You're still not above the tree line, but you're no longer sort of walking through what up- you would describe as a forest. Is there an upward slope ahead of us? There is. Ah, perfect. Right, 500 yards up the slope, if you wouldn't mind. If you do keep a lookout, I'll count the steps again. Excellent. And I will go up and yep. count the yards. When up there? Yep. We're on top of a ridge? You're not on top of the ridge. It's been a pretty steady slope, and there's a relatively flat section before it starts to slope up again. So it's almost like a plateau, okay. rather than what you might describe as a ridge. Mm. So it's along the ridge, probably eroded. We can try again. Uh, right, this way, uh, and head north. Yep. Over there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's not a direct straight line, it curves very gradually, but it's more or less north, and you follow yep. the, the line of the mountain. 500 yards northwards, uh, take a look around for any interesting landmarks, or maybe big neon signs uh, saying Hannibal's tomb this way. No. Okay, and then a hundred yards downhill to the west. Okay. Kind of. Mr. Storzerson, are you entirely certain you know where you're going? Well, no, that's the point. Well, but I have directions and a map. Mm. Well, sort of. We're going to have to wander around. We're trying to find the thing. If it was easy, well, someone would have done it. Uh, I, that is a good point. <laughs> You've spent another couple of hours in the snow, so it's time for oh. another set Hooray! of fortitude saves. Ugh. That's not good. 24? 17. 11. Chelva, you take 
two points of non-lethal damage. Okay, that's fine. Can I see that he's suffering? I will die. No. Yeah. He looks pretty much okay. Alright, okay. One of your hands has gone completely numb. Right, well, seems the cold's getting to me a bit, so we might need to uh, <clears throat> shack up for the night with a fire. Let's see. Well, we're almost at the ravine, according to this. So uh, let's nip down here and see what we can see. So 100 yards west down the hill. Uh, yep. And I'm expecting uh, to see it will be in a ravine. There is a ravine. So the ravine heads south from right. where you are. And essentially it takes you from the base of one slope to the base of another slope. But it is, it's quite deep. You can either head along the bottom of it or along the side of it. And there's a good... 40 feet of height between those two options. Okay, um, we should probably be in the ravine because my instructions are saying through, not around or over or to the side of. Uh, and there should be another 900 yards, probably up a hill. This is where the notes start to get a little bit sketchy, unfortunately. But it should be quite uh, obvious, you know, when we get there. So forwards and onwards, and I've just got to hope my hand doesn't hulk, fall off. I'm walking along with it in my armpit. Okay. Try and kind of. Yeah. Definitely all right. You're okay. Getting a bit cold. We can stop and make a fire. No, but it's only 900 yards. It's no trouble. Yes, thank you. Just like two minutes? No, just leave it. Once we get inside, it'll be significantly warmer if we find it. Yeah, I mean, continue. There are clearly caves inside the ravine. There is a smell of wet fur and there are footprints. The feet are large and clawed. Can we tell what animal they are from? I'm going to make a survival check to tell what animal they're from. I am also going to make a survival check. Hang on, what? No! One. Critical failure. Ten. Average roll. Whatever he says, James. No, it's not! (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) You aren't certain. You haven't seen these particular types of track before. Bigger or smaller than a leopard? Bigger. Oh, good. Bertie, you're almost certain it's a bird of some kind. Definitely a bird. An excellent omen. Shh, shh. These are quite big. And we're probably near where its den is. So we just get through this very quietly, very quickly. I'm going to draw a morning star for a change. Uh, Bertie, because it's conv- he's convinced that it is a big bird, like perhaps a falcon. Mm. Fine. An excellent sign. Destiny is calling us and destiny is going, Caw-caw! Yes, I am here, Destiny the Falcon. Uh, Come on in. <laughs> Sword and shield. Hi. I'm ready for you. I feel that this is not the time for sound bites. I feel the hand of history upon Bertie. my shoulder. Leaning in towards Chelvar. He's not the sharpest, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Bits of snow drop from the edge of the ravine and start to start to uh, right. fall down in, in increasingly sized clumps. Let's move, just in case we get mauled or suffocated by an avalanche or mauled by an avalanche. Just uh, any of those, well. bad. Let's Let go. us proceed onwards to glory. Keeping a very, very careful eye out now that that's happened. Everyone make me perception Oh, good. Five... 11. 17. You both hear, in the distance, a roaring of a large creature. Kind of roaring? Loud, aggressive roaring, like a large creature would make. I think we should leave. I think we should be leaving right now. Um, I think that would be a really good idea. Behind you, the way you you came. We should keep moving. It's behind us. Let's go. I would suggest running. The snow isn't too deep down here. It's not, no. Let's go. I'm already gone. (laughs) 
Very well, onwards. I will uh, holster my shield and sword and quickly get an arrow out and knock it, just in case, and then, yeah, peg it. You make it to the end of the ravine. Wonderful. And up the slope, up the slope, up the slope. There's no possibility to go down, is there? You are at the base where two mountains meet. You could head upwards and straight on, but if you bear left or right, both of those would be considered going upwards as well. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Okay, you two keep an eye out. I'm going to grab the map out and look for, sort of chart quickly where we are, based on tracing from the starting point, and try and work out, is there a pass in between one of those mountains? Bertie's been asked to keep a lookout, so he has drawn his sword. Uh, make a survival roll. 23. 22, sorry. You think you've identified a, a pass nearby that if you bear to the west, you'll be heading over a nearby pass. Okay. Right, this way, let's go. And up the slope to the west. I'm going to say I'd start flagging a bit, given the fact that I am technically like 21 hit points worse off. Like, I must be looking quite messed up and so leaving you're... a nice trail of blood or something. Yeah, you. Yeah, there, there, there is definite blood. You, you do not feel particularly well. And as you start to go uphill again, yeah. the cold is starting to bite and you are starting to get uh, a little worse. Wet. So I'm going to need another set of fortitude saves from everyone. It is also starting to get dark, finally. Yeah. Ooh, uh, 13. 26. Yes, basically. Uh, I rolled like a 17, so... Despite your injured state, you are fine. <laughs> okay. Bertie. You take one point of non-lethal damage. Oh, a bit of a sniffle's done more than a leopard could. <laughs> <laughs> right, after 900 yards, assuming we aren't accosted yep. by uh, something monstrous... Hopefully I'm at the pass. You are at the pass. Oh, you identified goodness. on the map previously. So, 600 yards over that pass. Sure. And at this point, um, the map's kind of run out. We need to go a final something down the hill. So look around. How many ways are there down the hill? You've just crossed the pass. Pretty much every direction is downhill from here, except the one you just came in. So based on what I know about Carthaginian architecture and building practices... Outside tombs, especially tombs of great heroes, would they leave any uh, markings or do they have any preferred or sacred spots so it would always be the door facing a certain way or next to a river or, you know, something? The door might well face towards the west. Okay. Other than that, I mean, they're likely to have carved into the door of the tomb. Bertie is, uh, at this point, he's a little bit of a huff, as in, like, we're here. Okay, fine. Mm. He is going to take out the symbol of Artemis that mm -hmm. he purchased in the town, and he is going to attempt to charm Artemis. <laughs> Give me a diplomacy roll. I assume you might want to use pomp and pageantry oh, in I'm these circumstances. Oh, I'm obviously using pomp and pageantry. If I'm addressing a god, I'm using pomp and pageantry. Uh, there we are. Okay. We're rolling really well where it matters, yeah. aren't we? Eight. So, Artemis. Arty, if, if I may call you. A, we're, we're, we're on first initial terms. Now, uh, a bit of a favour to ask. You know I'm not much of a one for the ladies, but uh, I thought, you know, <laughs> between the two of us, because we, we, we're both pretty great, you know, we've got that in common, so um, maybe you could help me fulfil my destiny. I mean, I've not really bothered you that much before. Wisdom, not, not really my thing either. Um, but, you know, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> you glance up and you see the crescent moon has appeared in the sky. 
the light level is dropping rapidly. The sun is now behind the mountains and the temperature is dropping <laughs> and dropping. Everyone give me fort saves. 22. Uh, I have 20. 30. Everyone make me a second fortitude save against cold. Uh, 22. 31. Uh, 16. Don't try to freeze the paladin. <laughs> Bertie, mm-hmm. you take four points of non-lethal damage. Well, the keyword there is non-lethal. You'll yeah. be fine. There yeah. are no ramifications for this situation. <laughs> the other two of you look around and you can feel oh, yeah. the air has chilled and the light has dropped. Did you do that out loud or in your head? Uh, it would be out loud. But if it doesn't, yeah. I don't... Mm, didn't... No. Don't think that worked. Eddie. Ed. E, if I may. <laughs> initial terms. I know that look. That's the look of someone what wants something. That's the look of somebody who would like to not freeze to death on the side of a mountain. Oh, Find right. the twin panel. I'll put down the... No, 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 no. Maybe you could pray to your god for guidance given that uh, he is sacred of the Carthaginians, or was, once. Oh, you should have said that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I did. Just then, I I was there. I I am aware. No, I know. (laughs) It's totally in character, like, hmm, yes. (laughs) Um, I'm going to take a moment and do an actual, genuine, heartfelt prayer. So, I'm, again, I don't know if it's... I'm not really trying to charm a god. I'm literally just praying. Knowledge, religion? Sure. Have you got access to the spell Guidance? Um, I do not. No. Oh. Because I'm of insufficient level. Nah. He's a level 3 paladin. He doesn't have any spells at all. Oh, yeah, paladin. Just class-like abilities. Just spell-like abilities from his class. So, for my knowledge, religion, I'll do it before doing the prayer. It's an 18 on the roll. It goes on for a while. It broad notes, um, Apollo, Lord of Light, show me the way... Light me in the darkness, etc., etc. It's actually it's it's simple but genuine. You feel a reassuring warmth. <laughs> That's probably hypothermia. <laughs> 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 just let one off in the <laughs> A reassuring warmth. Okay. And you start to feel sleepy. It is hypothermia. Yeah, we're we're gonna die. Um, I sort of lean up against a um, a tree, assuming that I've just taken a bit more damage than I thought, and start, you know, down onto my haunches, just beneath a tree where it's vaguely sheltered. He looks really tired. Right. Didn't get much, not... Look, it'll be fine, I just... We'll all be fine, I just right. need a couple of... <sighs> we should probably bed down. Did he, all... did he get through? I think we should probably make camp. So where we're standing, is it just snowy or is it rocky? There are a few rocks poking through, but it's pretty deep snow. We're just by a pass, isn't it? It's just like there's a yeah. Pass. Okay. Is there any sort of uh, cave or overhang or outcrop? There's probably the an overhang. Okay. Let's let's do this here. And uh, well, have... how many ranks do you have in survival? Uh, six. Uh, ranks one, but my total is five. Give me a roll. Uh, <laughs> twelve. Yeah, the overhang, just a little way back up the slope, very slightly is probably the best place. Right. Uh, let's make camp. Is the temperature still dropping? Yes, but slower again. Okay. It took a big drop. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's as, as the sun disappeared behind the mountains, that was almost certainly the reason. Magic. Yeah, yeah fine. Magic. Fine. So let's make uh, camp. I'll take the first watch. We don't want to be caught by uh, whatever that was. And uh, I'll wake Bertie. You, he looks rather worse for wear. Um, drink this as well and hand him a potion. Okay, take it. Hand it back. Sort of rub my hands together, mutter something till there's a slight warm glow, and just hold myself briefly, healing myself for 
Just the six. Right. I will get a fire going. Cover Give up. me a survival roll. Yep. I've got a toolkit. <laughs> I, I mean, I do have a toolkit. I've got a What's the roll? Uh, the roll is a. Well, without the toolkit bonus, nine. And with the toolkit bonus, plus two. Three. It will be sufficient to start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Good thing I've Good purchase. This, good thing I brought this flimsy steel. Yep. We've you have a fire. fire. You're starting. You're starting to feel a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take pains to sort of cover the overhang so the light doesn't escape, uh, casting a beacon of uh, yep. deliciousness into the night. <laughs> Dawn is nearly twelve hours away because sure. it's winter. Yeah. So I'm going to need three more checks against cold. Thankfully, I've got overnight. a reassuring You warm do have a glow. fire and bed rolls. Yep. Yep. I'm away. I got a ten. I'm sorted. Okay. Uh, so twenty-four. Uh, 11 and 26 24 22 and 16 I got a natural 20 a 25 and a 27 wow paladins are good I get my charisma score yeah. added in certain situations and I get just my charisma abilities added to all saves Chelva, 2 non-lethal damage thank you um, I assume the two I took heal and then I take two more you do not heal because you failed one of the rolls I Edward you find yourself suddenly very awake. It is not yet dawn. Okay, I stand, I don't disturb those two, but I'm up. The first rays of sunlight peek over the mountains in the distance, and a single ray of light spears towards the hillside that you're on, and picks out a certain spot in the snow. How far away? About 500 yards. Okay, so yeah, unless it looks like I'm obviously going to be completely lost, I'm going straight towards that. Yep. I'm beelining towards it, not even letting them know that I'm leaving, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a prey, because it looks like the right spot for a prey. You enter the beam of light and you suddenly feel warm for the first time in days. I mean, yeah, yeah. More, even more warm than you were in the tavern. All is well. I'm going to sit and I'm going to kneel and I'm going to pray. You feel, again, just very reassured. Any points of interest around this sunlight at all? There's nothing massively obvious. Good news, lads. We're all going to go back to the tavern having uh, gotten this close and, ah, well, job's done. (laughs) (laughs) The sunlight begins to wake the two of you up, however you might normally be in the morning after a long sleep. Not a very restful one. Like, you can feel that you shivered during the night and, yeah, yeah, you feel stiff and a bit uncomfortable. Wake up, look around. Where's Edward? Where's Eddie? Uh, He's probably wandered off into traffic. Eddie! (laughs) Eddie! Um, Here, boy! (laughs) Kind of jump out and look around. You can see him. Oh, the over there. Yep. Okay. Um, Probably chasing a bird or something. He just seems to be kneeling in the snow. For what it's worth, I must be in that spear of light with the... There's no spear of light. Oh, it's just me. Uh, I'm going to say probably um, paladin stuff. So let's pack up and uh, meet him there. Very well. All right. We do hope we walk over. Yep. Eddie, come on, Eddie. It's time to time to look for the tomb. Come on. With a sigh, standing up. It's not here, is it? What? It's probably not here. What do you mean, not here? Look, I mean, we'd have found it by now. We've only been looking for a not at all. Yeah. It's taken millennia for no one to find it. Hmm. 
It remains a mystery. It is here. It is here. I am determined it is here. And why did you... Why have you chosen to just be in the middle of the snow to do a prey? No, it's not. Is the, do I still feel like I'm in the... You still feel really warm, past? but the, the spear of light sure. has dissipated. It's warmer here, you know, it's... Um, it's a field of cold. Well, yeah, but you've got the sun and it's just... It's it's the right place to be for, for morning, you know... Is it? Prayer and that. I'm going to get a shovel out. Yep. Kind of scrape away the snow. When oh come on! For goodness' there sake, there is not very deep beneath you. There is stone, and it's definitely worked stone. Bingo. Look, like I said, it's not here. Like, gave it a shot. I'm going to grab the back of his trying. head, point it down to a flagstone. Well, then explain that. And it's... that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we will back next week to continue the exploration of the lost tomb of Hannibal. But until then. Bye. Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter at the Rusty Quill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. be able to tell because the landmark will be a dead gutted leopard. Yeah, point. No, very well, very well. I like watching Bertie's interest in uh, Edward slowly tick down as the time <laughs> yeah. passes. When it comes to those he wishes to bed, he prefers We should probably bed down. Did he, all... did he get through? Has he like, run out of mobile data or something? A who, what, and a where, why? Yeah. <laughs> I, if I was in charge of your XP, I would remove some at this point. I'm a big fan of psychic damage. <laughs> um, right. I- Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think we should probably make camp. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.